Hello, my name is Kelly Rose. I've worked with Alexa Dara for the last four years, and to say that I've grilled her on everything light, angel, and energy related is a pure understatement. I've often thought that others could benefit from our discussions, and now they will. Thank you so much for joining me on this project, Alexa. To bring listeners up to speed, you have been channeling angelic energy since the age of three. You hold a master's of theology degree, and you have been a traditional naturopathic doctor for over 20 years. Your approach has been nothing short of life-changing for me personally. Thank you, Kelly. It is a wonderful testimony for me going into this work to watch somebody like you grow from the work, moving through awareness into strength. Thank you. Thank you. I look so forward to these daily conversations. This is Audio Alchemy with Alexa Dara. Alexa. Good morning, Kelly. How are you today? Good. I'm so excited to uh, continue the uh, breakdown of the Orange Room. We got so many responses and um, people are loving how you went into the Divine Feminine uh, energy of that whole Orange Room. Do you want to recap a little bit about um, what the full work of the Orange Room is? Absolutely. The Orange Room is a space, a conscious awakening within you that utilizes the Divine Feminine Energy. And there's five pillars in the Orange Room. The first pillar is activity. The second is passion. The third is sexuality. The fourth is emotion. And the fifth is the house of money. And they all live in this consciousness and we're doing this work to awaken them to have the most amazing creative life possible. Yes, we, um, as I said in the session yesterday, uh, you and I have been working, um, you've been walking me through this entire process um, for 12, almost 13 months now. And, um, you know, the resistance that I had at first, but then this this also uh, just this like inspiration and I could not look away because of each layer and each piece of evolution that you took me through. It was it was definitely a ride and um, I can't I can't put that genie back in the bottle. I want to just keep going. So wonderful. Uh, I thought we could take the next few days and really dig into um, each of um, each pillar in the house of the orange room and the first one you you named them creativity passion sexuality emotions and finally money Um, and the first one today I'd like to talk to you about is creativity Um, you came at it from you know you said I only really needed to work with two tenants in creativity was and number one and they sounded super simple <laughs> they were not but worth it um, the first one was belief that I can create the exact life that I could imagine with with absolutely no um, no settling 
And then the second one was the belief that I deserve to do that. Absolutely. Those, the first pillar of the orange room and working with creativity allows you to really understand how you are conscious in your own creative aspects of your life. And it allows you to get into the space where there is no settling. Why should we ever settle? So you must believe what you're creating. And once you believe it, you achieve it. Moving into that level of the divine feminine in creativity, you move into deep layers of esteem and self-love. Mm-hmm. When we first started, you know, when the first tenet was the belief that I can create and and bring to life exactly what I could imagine, um, I thought it was going to be super easy to take out a piece of paper and sort of just um, like list exactly what I could imagine. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll tell you, I could get like the big highlights you remember. But you just had me go back and go back and go back. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? Just like the layers within the layers within the layers of your conscious thought. And you go back and you start to realize, first of all, we let go of, I'm going to say it, in, we let go of false beliefs. And mm-hmm. letting go of false beliefs changes our total perspective of what we truly want to create. How big do we want to be in those creation points? Mm-hmm. So we go back and we we discover you're in levels of incredible discovery of self. There were some things that came out. I remember you got super um, focused with me and you just, it was like you were pulling it out of me and you just were like, and 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 I want to say it was a good 45 minutes to an hour and I walked away from that session completely wiped out but also like paradoxically really alive Um, (laughs) because I was I just kept answering these things and some of the things that came out I just I don't even know really where they came from Hey, you have to think about those layers. How hidden are they? And when are you ready to expose them? And when you go into looking and, and, and exposing the depth, the depth of your soul. Mm -hmm. I also thought that you had such patience. Um, You, it, it was clear that you didn't have anywhere else to be other than right there. And you were you were just like a sherpa i guess uh for lack of a better word of just taking me directly steering me in there um and just making me bring it to you basically um it was fascinating the work is channeled and that is that is the absolute connection to the light and your story yeah, it was it was a really cool process. It, like I said, it wasn't um, comfortable, um, and yet it was so beautiful. So thank you for that. Um, You're welcome. Then we went on to uh, the belief that I deserved this crazy list <laughs> after after dumping pages and pages and pages. 
Um, it sort of felt greedy. Interesting. You know, it's our divine birthright to have a super life. And that is an incredible statement of self-love and to have the most amazing life. And when you're working with creativity, that's exactly what you're learning to create your most amazing life. So why do we want to have it basic when we can have it brilliant? Truth. Yep. What, what shows up, say a little bit more about like what shows up in each of our lives when we are at like the highest resonance of our own personal creativity? Well, we're in the, we're in the idea of light. We're drawing in the greatest ideas. We're drawing in the greatest formulas of ourselves. We're drawing in well-being. We're drawing in amazing relationships. And those are, those are partnerships. Those are friendships. Those are comrades at work. And we, we get to speak to our spirit. And we are most authentic of who we were really meant to be for this place, for this planet, for ourselves. So in that being said, we get to live a really beautiful life. We get to let go of all that uh, over there. It doesn't need to exist. Mm -hmm. It also taught me how to have sort of a decision tree. Like if an opportunity came to me, I found myself saying, okay, just because I can doesn't mean I should. And consulting that list, that was like the ultimate list for me personally. And there were some pretty cool opportunities coming to me. And I had to make some decisions of, okay, that sounds really great, but it's it doesn't line up with the list that I just said I wanted. So here is my crossroads. and. I have to choose or I'm going to keep getting exactly what I've gotten, which by some standards is really awesome. But it was like you said, that extraordinary. Like I, I just wanted some kind of brilliance. Um, I wanted to test it too, frankly. And then I was really blown away. <laughs> I think that, that when we have the choices, it keeps our growth, our own evolution. I mean, we need to choose what is greatest and highest, most aligned with whom we are in our human mm -hmm. essence and also our spiritual essence. And we can create the world that we're truly designed to create. Yeah, one of the things you took me through again and again and again in this entire process was, uh, and you mentioned so many times, and I didn't really understand it properly at first um, but I certainly came to understand it and make it just a very natural part of my life now but you talk about the neuron loop of storytelling can you talk a little bit about like what is a neuron loop absolutely so when we're looking at our past stories that define who we are and how we approach the world and we approach societies and we approach ourselves it's based on the stories of our foundations, our archetype societies that were set up when we were very small children, moving into young adulthood, moving into adults. And so we have this story and our story 
can loop itself. And so if the story about ourselves is a negative story, a lack of, we don't have enough, we're not in self-love, we loop it back around and it keeps continuing into that negative thought process. What this work has done is it breaks the neuron loop because it's storytelling and it takes you into a place where it heals those societies at the same time the loop doesn't exist and you start to create and go forward breaks the neuron loop mm -hmm. um and we we need to say that they're channeled um scripts they're they're channeled uh stories and i remember working with one series in particular and the first one i felt just super empowered and i had like the best two days and then it was time to move on to the second one and i expected there to be like a natural like man if i feel this good after two two days what's this this next level going to take me to and the next level and he handed me oh i'm sorry please. say it again oh no please go on the the next level handed me a big old um platter full of contrast <laughs> the uniqueness of these stories and these scripts and these meditations is that they're different for each person that does them because it speaks to a certain society of belief systems within you so your story it might you might be reading the same script as this person over here but your story becomes a different story and each story is channeled and it's channeled uniquely for whom you are as a being it speaks directly to the spirit and the spirit speaks directly to the emotions and the mental being and the aspect of the higher self. And then therefore you go into this enormous level of balance moving into your creativity. Yeah, I do have to say that that same script that caused me the contrast uh, because I had committed to not looking away from that contrast and instead turning and facing it no matter where you know the work took me um i by the end of you know say the first three or four months when i kept working with that same script not only did i hear it completely differently but i heard aspects that were obviously read because it was by my voice but i swear i didn't remember certain aspects being in that same script oh because they're alive because they're vibrating light and because they're channeled they're they're ever changing and somebody can go in and and as you said you can go into meditation or a script and you have such a difficulty with it because there's your resistance so you stay mm -hmm. in that continuum get that continuum flow with that meditation and that script until you move through it and you emerge on the other side of that freed of whatever mm -hmm. that brought up yeah uh proof positive for sure in my um my case um i know we touched on it a little bit yesterday but i would love to go a little bit more into um how these channeled scripts work uh, and why they're so effective um, when you, uh, when they're personally voice activated and not like your meditations are amazing, but these scripts serve a very different purpose. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. 
These scripts are incredible because they are the stories and they're presented by our own voice. So as we speak to ourselves throughout the day, we have these incredible hundreds of thousands of thoughts, unrecorded thoughts that we aren't even consciously speaking that our body is hearing us say, our mind, ourselves. So we're walking throughout day having this self-talk and if we have any negative self-talk that's how we're presented to our own being so these scripts are voice activated with self you record the script in your own voice you're using your throat you're using your your throat chakra your energy portal of your throat your integrity your awareness and you're speaking these scripts out loud recording them, then listening to them. And that entire being, your spirit, your orthomolecular body, your emotions, and your mental aspect is paying 100% attention to what is going on because it's your own voice. And the magic in it is you became your own healer. Mm -hmm. Can you touch on my voice? Like between the first month mm -hmm. and like the third or fourth month that I recorded all these series, my voice markedly changed. You start to trust yourself. What I hear most common is, oh, I don't like the way I sound. Oh, I don't want to listen to myself. But again, you're listening to yourself all day long. And so when you get into a level of confidence and you start to listen to yourself, your being starts to trust yourself you're trusting yourself and when you have a great level of trust guess what you can create anything because you trust what you're doing yep yep it was so interesting thank you so much tomorrow we are going to have a discussion on the second pillar in the house of the orange room and that is passion <laughs> do you want to say a quick word about that or do you want to leave it for tomorrow well passion is passion it flows through us and it's fiery <laughs> yes it is <laughs> thank you so much alexa i'll see you in the morning you're welcome thank you so much kelly have a blessed you too bye And as always, if you'd like to work with Alexa one-on-one, -on -one, please visit thelanguageoflovenlight.com or stop by the online store for quantum tools at lightlinkuniverse.com. Until next time, thanks for listening. If there's a topic you'd like us to explore, let us hear from you. Love and light always.